Here at Glass Bucket Auto Detailing, we want you to love your car each and every time. And quite frankly, give it the love, care, attention, and affection that it rightfully deserves. Now we'll do our part and provide you with the highest level of auto detailing possible. With over 20 years of experience in the business, we will gently and safely detail your car using the latest technology possible. You need a good vacuum? Or our vacuum suck. You need your headlights restored? Well, we got you covered. Oh, and did I mention that we're mobile and we will come to wherever you are with the scheduled appointment. Let us show you why we're superior. Welcome back to Trip Talk Tech. We got a good show for you today, man. Actually, we ain't got a good show for you today. Today ain't a show. Today gonna be a vibe. alone I've got there 156,000 plus streams worldwide 61,000 plus listeners out there y'all 61,000 heard in 84 different countries worldwide yeah that's all for celebrating his 10 year anniversary of that album Black Sinatra that got all our attention. He let us know he was for real. Please help me walk in the day. Our guest, artist, songwriter, producer, crazy hit maker, Mr. J. Soul, y'all. Yeah, bye bye on the J. What's up, fam? What up, man? What's going on with you, fam? Oh, uh, man. You know, <laughs> scratching and surviving. Good times, you know what I mean? I see you. I see you, man. Long time no see. How you been, man? Just how the family? How everybody doing? Everybody good, man. You know, we've been, we've been, you know, working around here. You know what I mean? The pandemic ain't really... Ain't really stopped the grind. It stopped the world, but ain't stopped the grind. You know what I mean? So we still, we still making a deal with a deal, man. Family's doing good. How about yourself? Everybody good, man. Everybody good. And like you said, we from Baltimore. We understand that grind, right? We 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 get it. We get it, and we get it out to the world and let them hear our pain and, and our struggle and get some get some hope through it, right? All day, every day, man. All day. Every day. <laughs> I see you rapping. I see you rapping. And for all of them that don't know. You know what I mean? Mr. J. Soul is, is not one of them. I'm from Baltimore City, but not from Baltimore City. He Baltimore Hilton. Am I correct? Baltimore Hilton, baby. All day. B.H. You feel <laughs> me? B.H. B.H. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, y'all, y'all still got family down that way? In, in yeah. That's how I grew up? Man, probably still at the same house. 
right, I ain't gonna give up y'all the dress, but shout out to the homies in the family. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember that house. I, as a matter of fact, we years <laughs> We was talking about before we 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 actually got into the the interview piece. Uh, I was saying, you know. Uh, like I, I was saying in my introduction, the Black Sinatra album. That's that's when I really was like, okay, you know, Jay J Soul, he 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 for real. And, and, and but when I heard it, uh, it, it just took me back to again being in your house back in the day in the basement, and, and I heard pops. You know, your pops was very artistic. Uh, you know, he, he had a trumpet. He had he, he had it going down there. And I hear those soulful sounds you bring. I, I get those same vibes. Yeah, man. I mean, I I never strayed too far away from my, you know, from my beginnings or my, you know, my dad's record collection and my parents, the vibe that was in that house, it raised me, man. So that's when I put my art out into the world, I'm really just reflecting that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's not being drawn from no other place, but just a sincere place, you know what I'm saying? I feel you on that. And, and you said one thing, art. You know, I, I think that's another thing I got from from just being in that environment, being younger, uh, just seeing you now, um, realizing music is just a little bit more than the boom bat and the drums. and It's art. Like, you know, your dad, just like yourself, you know, great artist as well. I, I, I remember those days, too. You know, we didn't have that much money, but we had fun. And uh, uh, we go to Kmart. And, and, you know, we show your dad that, hey, we want these, uh, I think they was, I can't even remember the action figures, but they was football players. And, and Little starting lineup joints, the starting lineups. And, and had the hands out, you know, yes. you know what I mean? <laughs> they had the whole nine. And, and, you know, your dad was so artist, so creative with his art. He said, well, obviously we ain't had no loot to buy it, but when we went home, he actually drew it. And we had paper, you know what I mean, starting lineup figures. So... Again, just that art, you know, you, you, you just, I think, been blessed. Uh, definitely just your, your dad, your family, that pipeline, y'all just, y'all true artists, man. And, and I just salute you, congratulate you, and just, again, honored to have you on the show, man. Hey, thanks, man. I'm, 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 uh, I'm tripping, man, because I, I talked to my dad last night, and I mm -hmm. said, man, you'll never guess who has a show and whose show I'm going on. And when I told him, he was like, what? I know I know what he said. <laughs> you know what he actually said? He said, what, what, what station? I want to listen. <laughs> I said, no, nah, Pops, it's not how it works. You know, you're a little older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love him, man. Like, <laughs> used to call me Fairly back in the day. I had the Fairly face, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told him but, too. I said, I'm going to call him Fairly. People gonna be looking like, who the world is Fairly? Like, I oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, and look, y'all better watch Three's Company. Y'all better watch Three's Company. That's all we're gonna give y'all today. <laughs> but so when I reached out to you, my thing was, you know, I know you're you the music artist, you know, obviously you blue check certified on, on, on all of the social medias. Uh but that tie-in to for me to technology, um, I think is Obviously, not just about the beat making, not just about making the, you know, your beats and having everything on the screen, but also just the business side of it. You know, I, I think a lot of the up and coming artists, um, I know some 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 people, youth, even older people that that's trying to break in the game, but you know, they got music, 
but they don't know where else to go after that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I reached out to you. Obviously, I saw you make this climb. Um, just proud of you, like I said, and, and just want to, you know, if you can use your professionalism and, and just help the community out, help help our audience out here today. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I think one of the things that, like, we're, we're such a creative people, just in general, because of our surroundings and what we had to live through, um, society in general, how they view us, the our everyday struggles of just being black in this country, uh, in this world. And so mm-hmm. it being inside of us, we're naturally creative. So it'll come out whether you, you make music, whether you're a painter, a photographer, a poet, you do hair, you know what I mean? It, it, it sculpt, whatever, it comes out. Um, but that's what we do naturally. The part that's not natural is the business side of it. We know mm-hmm. how to hustle. Yeah. We know how to grind. But yeah. there's, a, there's a certain type of knowledge you got to have of business, you know what I mean, um, in order to be at least in music, because we didn't heard so many different um, stories of like our favorite artists getting mm-hmm. taken advantage of because they didn't know the business, you know exactly. what I mean? So, and it's still happening, but it, but now the way technology is, um, the way uh, that things have advanced virtually, it's allowing for artists to get more money and more credit for what they've done and get their music out to more people on their own independently. So that's where I kind of, that's where my little field of, of quote-unquote knowledge or expertise is, is the, the independent side of it. Um, and that's because I, I've been independent my whole career. That was, I was just going to ask that question. So are you independent now? I know you have to work with certain labels to distribute your stuff, but how, how does that work? What does really independent mean? I, I hear that a lot. Like some people, I'm, a, I'm an independent, I'll never sign, but then some, I signed the 360 and killed my life. Like, what, is it, what does it mean? <laughs> right. Like, so the way it works is like um, indie, indie artists basically um, broker their own distribution deals. Um, we hold a, a higher percentage on what we make back on our music and we have control of it. So we basically, have our, we have the rights to our masters. We have the rights to uh, license our music to whoever we want to. When you're with the label, excuse me, when you're with the label, a lot of times, if they're major, they control all of that. So you don't have as much flexibility because you can't, like, if somebody comes to you with an opportunity and they say, we want to do this with your music, if you're on a label, you have to actually go to that label and ask for permission or work it out. But if you're indie, you don't have to, you can just say, all right, let's do it. You know what I mean? And let's get the paperwork done. You get, if you have a lawyer, you can get your lawyer involved and you broker it yourself. Mm. Um, you put your music out yourself. So no one's telling you what to make. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as like the distribution side, there, there are so many uh, distribution, virtual and digital distribution um, setups out there now. It's really no reason for artists to not have their music on every digital platform in the world. Like you yeah. can do it yourself from your from your bedroom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's really, really no reason for you not be able to do it. Um, what are some I mean, of the popular ones out there that 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 that, that most that people can publish to? I didn't mean to cut you off there, but what what are some of those popular services out there? Is it SoundCloud? Is it what, what are those distribution oh. methods? Like for distribution, um, you have uh, TuneCore, uh, you have uh, CD Baby, um, uh, DistroKid, 
uh, and another one called AWOL, which is the digital label that I'm with. I'm with AWOL. So it's okay. A-W-E-L. And uh, basically, um, a lot of these distribution um, companies, they have relationships with streaming platforms. So okay. they have relationships with uh, Tidal, with Spotify, with Apple, um, iTunes, uh, Pandora. Okay. Any distrib- any, t- any place where you can go on your phone and listen to music, they have relationships. So you use them as like a hub to take your music and send it out to all those different entities. You know what I mean? Okay. And you can do that yourself. And that's all really big labels do. Like they, they have somebody put your music into a system and then they send it out. That's it. So that's is it do. more? Is it more about re? Uh, I don't want to say resources, but it, is it is it more about just the knowledge of knowing what to do, and then just other artists just not knowing the path to go? That is exactly what it is. Like they're just not educated on it, you know. And when you're young and you and you're struggling. And mm-hmm. someone comes to you. That's why you hear about the 360 deal because a lot of times people are they struggling and they need and they money just now. Take whatever they just take whatever. They need money now, right? So they give you 50 grand. That's a lot of money. You ain't never seen that much money in your life. So you, you take the 50 grand, but you don't know what's involved behind that 50 grand. Like it's just 50 grand. They probably gonna make 2.3 off. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? <laughs> but you only got 50, and you don't control anything. You don't own nothing. You know what I mean? So that's like the biggest trap that most artists from urban areas, they get caught in because they don't know the business and nobody sat down and told them the business. So it's just the endless cycle. And now how did how did you get to a point where you learned the business? Or did you go in and somebody mentored you or you had to kind of learn the hard way? Yeah, I started out. um, I started out in 2003. And the label, the label that I was dealing with was an indie label, was um, Blackout Studios. Okay. And their main group was a group called Fertile Ground. And the leader of that group name was James Collins. And he was the guy who pretty much um, took me under his wing and taught me about how, how to sell records from the basement of your house back when nobody was doing it. Wow. So this group um, was able to sell uh, over 600,000 units worldwide. Wow. From the basement of their house, man, just by themselves. You know what I mean? Just, you know, f- filling the orders out themselves, kind of like what you see with like Griselda Records and stuff like that, where they got everything in a house mm-hmm. and then they just fill the orders out themselves. They got people working to send t shirts out and sweatshirts and, you know, vinyl records and stuff like that. That's exactly. basically what they were doing back in like 2004. You know what I mean? Wow. When nobody was doing it. <laughs> so I seen it firsthand. Where, where did they get that vision from back then? Or, or, or they just saw the industry going more in that direction? Well, I think in a, in a lot of ways, man, um, my guy, James, um, he was like a, I don't know, he just, he, he didn't like to be controlled. Mm-hmm. So he was more of a control freak. And when ah. he, was, he was approached by labels, what they were offering him wasn't something that he could control and he didn't uh, he was just like let me figure out how to do it on my own now the concept isn't new like james brown was independent okay. it's a lot of people that were independent before but mm-hmm. i think like around between like the 90s and the 2000s nobody was thinking like that early 
You know what I mean? Like they were just like, yo, if I get on a record label, my life I'm is good. I got a right. deal. I got a deal. <laughs> but and plus two, man, people don't want to do the, they didn't want to do the work. Because it's a lot of work that go into selling that many records by yourself. You know what I mean? You hear about Master P, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this car, like it's, but it takes work though, it takes years, and people don't want to do that. They don't want to sit through all that. You know what I mean? So but he what, what? he taught he taught me that part of the um that part of the game. And so um as the years went by, I just continued to develop, you know what I mean, and do my own thing after that. That's crazy. So like at at what point did I guess the music when you knew like all right, this 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 can support my family. This this is really, you know, how I'm gonna eat. Cause I know we all grow up and I say that I ask that question because obviously we go through the school system, right? And they teach us forget the creativity sometimes. I, I would say in Baltimore City school system. We were taught, you know, creativity, you know, let's not necessarily glorify that. Let's try to keep you stocked and loaded, ready to work right. in, in, in in industry. You know, at what point did you really just step out the box and say, you know what, I I can take my creative talents and, and, and flourish? Um, it, it took a little bit of time. Um, Like I said, it takes a while for you to get there mm-hmm. because I, I started in 04 so i didn't really like i knew a lot of people that had a head start on me you know what i mean i started in 04 which seems like a long time ago but when you grinding the time just flies you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah. i think for me um when i started selling when i started realizing that people buy records around the world so if you are in baltimore or mm-hmm. if you uh, in the urban area, you in the city or whatever. Sometimes your city may make you feel like you're not doing nothing because you you local, you small, yeah. you know what I mean. But when you finally get a chance to look at like the logistics of it and you start looking at the numbers, you realize that people buy music all over the world. So mm-hmm. my very first sales back in 0405 was coming from you know from Japan. You know what I mean. Wow. I, from different parts of Asia, Beijing, um, South Africa. And I was like, oh, so they buy records over there too? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I didn't really care about like getting on the charts and being on the radio here. Like I didn't care about that because I was making money over there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's really one of the things that people don't lock in on as much because they want their friends and their family and they want to be big in their city, you know, stuff like that. So and that's a great point you make, and, and I, I'm glad you got to that. And, and and that's fundamental, right? People, I think, in general, like you said, I think sometimes when we get our dream, you know, we believe in it at first, but then we look for the support of others to believe in what we're doing. And that's going to be hard because nobody knows what's in your head. Nobody sees that vision that you can see. Like you said, 2004 for us is like, man, that was forever. But for you, that vision's been you know, that's a two, three year plan to get to one space in your vision, right? To to get right. to where you at now. So, you know, I, I think that was just a, a crucial point you made that, you know, if you do have that dream, just because, you know, everybody ain't ain't feeling it at the time when, when you want to go, don't stop. Because it, it, again, you can stop yourself from getting to the point where you at, you know, right now. So definitely a, a great point. And I still, now, I still, 
Like I got a long way to go too, man. Like I, I got I a lot say. of work. But you know, as it's, I started off singing. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I had to make the leap to kind of like doing my own label thing and putting out my own albums because before I was on independent labels, which is still indie. But I had to, you know, a bigger percentage of what I could make was going to an independent label. Now not as much though. We was doing a, a thirty. We was doing a thirty seventy split versus a three sixty okay. deal. But um. Still, I was just like, you know, I want to make even more than 70%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it took to about maybe about four years ago, five years ago, I just started my own label situation and just started doing everything myself. And things have been working out. I've had a really good, like, three or four years, you know what I mean, since then. Good, man. Hey, so with that being said, and like you said, life is a, is a is never-ending journey. We never arrived. But... Looking back at your career, have you ever got to a point where you you, you just kind of got frustrated and said, you know what, let me pack up the bags, this ain't it, you know what I mean? Let me just go back and <laughs> do the nine to five, maybe maybe this just ain't, ain't right. You, you ever get to that point? Yeah, you get that all the time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you ain't, just because, like, you grinding and I'm, you know, I'm a hustler, like, that don't mean yeah. that you don't feel it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like you be at the crib and you know you you struggling because mm-hmm. it's not easy and and the thing is with music it comes in waves so you, you can be hot one minute and then the next minute you're not you know what I mean and what what happens during that time you yeah, know what, what, I'm what happens what happens during that time when you when you're in that down phase ain't nothing coming in ain't no money coming in you know what I'm saying? I got like, that's just the way it works. So you got to keep working, but you definitely get frustrated. Man, I've, I've quit music at least three or four times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, <laughs> you know? But what, what brings you back? You, like you said, you quit it a couple of times. So why do you keep coming back? I'm an artist, man. I don't know. I don't know how to do anything else. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's I can't stop creating. Every time I do, people be looking at me like, yeah, yo, whatever. Like you'll be back. You know what I mean? And Sure enough, you know, I mean, I'm I got a new record coming out, be like, oh, we knew it. We knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 hard, but you know, when you love something, mm-hmm. you don't stop doing it. You know what I mean? You know, it's the same thing with a basketball player. He be you 50, know. 60, 70, he's still dribbling the ball. He might not can't run down the court no more, but you put a ball in his hand, he's gonna dribble it. He's gonna do something. Like, it's just it's just the way it is. That's what's in you, it's what's in you, you know what I mean. So, so out of being a a songwriter, beat maker, artist, singer, what's your favorite? What do you, what, do you, what is? I, I know you you love music. I know you love art, but you know, at the heart of it, what? um, you know what I really love, man. I just love creating. You know what I mean. So whatever whatever vehicle I'm using at the time, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's if I'm making beats. And I'm really, I'm in the zone. I love it. There's nothing yeah. greater in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? If I'm writing a song and I'm just, it's, it's flowing and it feel good, it's the greatest feeling in the world. It's nothing that beats. It's like, like your first high, you know what I'm saying? Like you just can't, I you know it. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Or even when I'm creating, because I started, as you know, mm-hmm. I started off doing visual art. I wasn't always a musician. You know what I mean? I, I didn't start doing music until I was 21 years old. So shout out, shout out, shout out to your father again because I remember them collages. Right. <laughs> and like, 
he always had a, a paintbrush or a pen in my hand or a pencil and I was yep. drawing and yada yada. And I think when I, you know, I was doing the visual art thing until I got about 20 years old. And then I just started kind of going to clubs and, and jazz clubs and poetry clubs and the music part of it just started kind of feeling good to me. So I started doing it and I had a voice that could sing pretty decent, you which know. a lot of people, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure you didn't know. Like a lot of people didn't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I, I knew that. The only reason I knew you could sing is like I told you before we started. Your dad used to walk around the house and sing all the time. So if you couldn't sing, we we sing on GP. So yeah, I think over the years you just got better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just I just got a little better. <laughs> he, I, used I could scat. he used to scat. He used to at the house. <laughs> when I first came out there, like. I definitely, like, people definitely was looking at me like, excuse me? Where this come from? You know what I mean? But um, when I started doing that, you know, that that allowed me to get my name out there. It allowed me to travel. Mm -hmm. It allowed me to build, you know, a modest following mm -hmm. and to generate revenue. And I was like, yo, this is dope. I'm going to keep doing it. But, like, I've been telling people when I do interviews and, and stuff like that, my plan was to always be a producer and a songwriter. Okay. So I used my vehicle of, of being a vocalist to usher, lead the way into being a, a producer so that when I started doing it, people knew who I was. Pretty much it. So, so, so again, you had vision, right? You, you knew where you wanted to end up, but you used your talents to get exactly where you wanted to be. And that's, that's a good, another key point. Like, you know, a lot of people have these dreams, but it's like set some some goals to get there. You know, you, you got to have some milestones. You got to have, have some accountability to make sure that, hey, I'm on my path. I say I'm on. So, yeah, that's that's, that's definitely dope. I know I was reading somewhere um, now that you talk about artistry. and art. I was reading somewhere like which your, your album covers, you know, I mean, or your album name, you know, you. If you was feeling like I guess black symphony, you saw the color black when you was doing it, or the purple. So, you know, you 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 have your album names by colors. What, can you tell us what that's about? Yeah, so that's that's also just being a, a visual artist. You know, what I mean, like I, I heard um, Neo say once that um, that uh, music is music basically is like color in the sonic form. You know, what I mean, so basically when you when you hear certain instruments and certain sounds certain kinds of music you could possibly see colors so for me when i was creating black sinatra when i was creating the blue symphony those are the that's the color i saw you know what i mean like that's okay. just the you know what i mean um the sinatra part just comes from which is still my one of my nicknames or one of my aliases black sinatra um mm -hmm. that came from just like my vocal ability vocal style okay. and I like the way that I like. I'm a Sinatra fan. Um, <clears throat> I like that he. One of his most famous songs is "I Did It My Way." Mm -hmm. um, so that's just like a. a that's a mantra. Like, yeah, that's a mantra that I kind of went by. Is that like yo? My entire career, even though I had my ups and downs, I did what I wanted to do, and I did it my way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so so I, I ain't got nobody else to blame, but also at the same time. You know what I mean? I don't have anybody else that stopped me, you know what I mean, from doing what I wanted to do. So 
that's one of the reasons why I, you know, use that as a as a thing. But when pe people look at the artwork on the covers and stuff like that, the colors that you see mm -hmm. is probably what you're gonna hear when you listen to it. That's you know dope. what I mean? That's dope. So that's just just another connection. You know what I mean? Visual, sonic, sonic connection. That's all. No, that's dope. So. You, like you said earlier, you know, you you know, you start getting yourself out there. How do you how do you get yourself out there? Like, I mean, again, I know you like you said, if I get a good indie deal, I get my distribution. So, all right, I can I can sell my records. But how do I get myself out there? How did you become J Soul? Yo, it's crazy because the way you do it now is not the way you did it back in the day. And I hate to sound okay. like an old dude, you know what I mean? I don't <laughs> want to sound like a, well, not my day, you know, I don't yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's changed, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I first started, you literally had to get yourself out there physically. Like, you had to be on the road. You had to be on stage. You had to get out there. Like, one of the big things for us, um, I came up with... Um, a lot of great talent mm -hmm. like uh Eric Robeson, um Cy Smith, Floetry, uh Carol Riddick. I've done shows like Music Soul Child and Chrisette Michelle, Robin Thick, mm -hmm. Loud, Deang I mean not D'Angelo, Dwelle, um Lattice, just so many different artists that I came up performing with. And one of the big things that we always took pride in is after the show. Uh -huh. Getting down in there with the people, shaking hands, signing, taking pictures, like really get in. The real, the real, the real hand to hand work. Yeah, yeah, like get in there. Don't be on some prima donna, um, superstar type stuff where, oh, you. you know, I'll do it later. Or I don't want to talk to them. Nah, yo, you get in there and you, Humility. you get with the people. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, the yeah. people behind your music, the people it's coming important. to your show. Yeah, so yeah. the people you know, people paying your bills, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, that was a big thing. And that's when you do that, mm -hmm. you start networking. And there's people at those shows that have influence in other areas. Exactly. And then those people want to work with you and they help you get out. Mm -hmm. So, that's how you got out back in the day, you know what I mean? As yeah. an indie artist, you got in there with the people and you just, you just worked. You know what I mean? Nowadays it's a little different. You can go on Instagram. And you do it. You out there. If it if it go viral, if it go viral, if you get, if, if you get the right person to, to repost right. it or, or yeah. post it on their story, I didn't went from right. ten thousand to thirty or just like that. But like right. you said, I, I, one good point you make and and this has been a constant point on all the shows. It's crazy. Different different subject topics, everything, but Everything that you want to do, or you, you know, you want to get bigger in the industry, wherever it is, IT, what you're doing, housing, all of it's been coming down to resources, your network. Do you, do you have a team around your people that like minded and can help you grow? You know, a lot of people, again, they hang around or they they, they want to do something, but again, you it does you no good to network with truck drivers, right? <laughs> you're not going to get where you need to go and and that's where people got to, to kind of understand just build that network up make a strong network to help yourself um and again and it was funny the network that you talked about I, I listened to some of the names you were spitting off that's the vibes i get from you you know from your music you know all of y'all got that soulful you know feel good about yourself love in the air type music and 
again, like that. I didn't know you hung around him, but I I, I can hear your your music and like, okay, you know, what I mean, that makes some sense. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, we everybody started from somewhere, you know. What I mean, like people didn't just come in the game like with record deals, so they had to start somewhere, and we all started. Um, you know, back in the '30s and the '40s, they called it the chicken circuit. Even down till now. Like when you're an artist, especially like in the R&B world or the soul world, you work the chitlin circuit. You're 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 a rap artist. You work the chitlin circuit. That's just the chitlin circuit being the um the underground venues in each you know major city. Oh, all right, all right, all right, cool, cool. I mean, so it's like you know from so New York all the way down to Atlanta. So you know. so what so would uh, Hammerjacks or Paradox be considered the chicken circuit? I mean, with the chicken circuit? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what in Baltimore? I mean, what in Baltimore is considered the chicken circuit? Is that like the artscape or something? Like, what, what's the chicken circuit? Yeah, now you telling me it's boy. You talking about Hammerjacks? <laughs> hey, you talking? You you telling our age right now, man? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Relax for a second. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, but um, like it, it, it generally. I mean, even though nobody's doing those shows now, like yeah, we have um, like um, like uh, Eden's Lounge. Um, let me see. Uh, uh, we had the Five Spot, uh, Five Seasons. Um, all of these uh, basically like lounges and, and small sonar was another one. Okay, okay. Um, just like places where. When you came to that city, this is the venue that holds about maybe 1,500 people that you need to be doing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you ain't doing stadiums. You ain't doing arenas. You ain't doing the Meyerhoff, but you're doing Eden's Lounge. You, you like, you're hitting the parts of the streets. You're making sure you're hitting, hitting the streets, and hopefully they're taking that, that music out. I, I, I get yeah. that. Like now, for Baltimore, we got the soundstage, which is where everybody goes to perform when they hit the city. You know right. what I mean? Um, but, you know, you go to Philly, you got the Electric Factory. You go to um, to New York, you got, like, uh, SOBs. DC is, like, um, the Howard Theater. That's the Chitlin Circuit, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, all the way down to um, to Atlanta is, like, the Chitlin Circuit. And then you got Houston. Um, you have uh, Detroit, Chicago. Mm -hmm. You know, just black kind of underground places that you perform at. But those places help you bubble. Mm -hmm. So you gotta do those places, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like you have to perform right. there. And you, and you gotta tear it up. You can't just go in there. Right. Right. Can't so, be mediocre. <laughs> right, because I mean, imagine you trying to be a, a, a singer and then you doing a show with like Lettucey, and you already know she can get down, so mm -hmm. she can get up and, and kill it, and the roof, the roof fall off the building, and, and then, then you bring it up that. <laughs> That ain't gonna work, God. That ain't gonna work at all. Yeah, it ain't gonna work at all. You know what I mean? And, and if anything, the people won't let you know. You know what I'm saying? So real quick to you, right? Molded molded you to be better. And all those people that I named and outside, like maybe Robin Thick. Um, mm -hmm. but she did the chicken circuit too. He did the like way back in the day, he did the chicken circuit. Um I did shows all those people. So we were all coming up at the same time. Now, some of them went on to super duper starting mm -hmm. and some stayed at a certain level that they were comfortable at. Me, I just stayed at a level I was comfortable at. That, that made sense to my life. You know what I mean? And, and what I had going on. 
You know what I mean? So, but that's why I wanted to do to be a producer too. Cause I was like, I can be out of the spotlight and still, you know, get my thing. What you do. I yeah. Feel you, I feel you. So is that what you would prefer to stay kind of in the backdrop and do, do the producing and just, just keep making great cuts and, and helping people get on? Yeah, man. Like I, I've, I've honestly, as a performer, I've done everything that I wanted to do. That I said to do. I never wanted to, you know, be on the Grammys. I never wanted to be famous. I never wanted to be on MTV and you know all that other stuff. Like that was yeah. never my goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my goal was to make good music and then eventually turn into a producer and a songwriter, so I can help other people make great music. And that was yeah. it. That's what I wanted. That's what's up, man. Wanting to help. That's that's that's, that's your motto anyway. That's the family. That's the family motto. They always try and help out. And that's what's up. Yeah. Now, if we switch into like a technology standpoint, I know again as a producer, you know, you making beats, you 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 touching, you know, bringing and blending, like you said, the vocals together to maybe make that harmony, you know, in in the vocals. Like, you know, with softwares or how do you do that? Is that just you got a computer, you take it around with you, and you just plug it in, ready to go. You got to hit the studio. Like, what, how does that look? How does that work for somebody? And again, if I'm trying to get in production, do I need a whole bunch of money to get the software or, or, or try to get things under my belt to do this? Like, help us out. Not, not really, man. Like, I'm going to tell you, you could probably, you could create a home studio for, you know, maybe six or $700. Wow. Like that's that's really all you need, you know. What I mean, you get a, a couple of programs. Um, right now, I use uh, I use uh, FL Studio, you know. What I mean, um, I use um, Audacity, uh, Adobe Audition uh, to do okay. like editing stuff like that. I have a program called Ozone uh, Five that I mm -hmm. use for, like mastering. Um, and then, as far as like recording, you mm -hmm. can record those on those same programs, you know what I mean? If you know what you know. Okay. Oh, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, like, like I said, man, everything takes time. You gotta educate yourself. So it's not like you're gonna come out sounding like, you know, sounding great, you know what I mean? But you gotta put in the work, you know what I mean? So that's what I did over the years. I put in the work to truly learn the programs. Um, but I, I, did, I do the studio too. I do the big studios from time to time okay. when I need to for certain things. Um, now what's now I see that sometimes on TV you got these huge boards like do the boards run it or is it software that runs all the boards like how does that you know get the inside it, it, now? All right, so like it used to, so there's two things you got digital and you have analog. So when you would look in the studio and you would see the big boards, that's analog. So okay. those are um, like real to real tapes and stuff like that. That's that was the technology of you know the 60s and 70s. Things sounded really good, warm. People still use them. I use them from time to time. Okay. But now they've integrated like um, Pro Tools and uh, Logic and stuff like that into working with those big consoles. Okay. So okay. you look on TV and you see this the big board and you see the the, the levers going up and down and the lights blinking. That's it's really software controlling that, huh? Yeah, it's just software. <laughs> it's all it really is is software. And the software is doing all of that. So the, the the engineer can come in, they can turn stuff up, turn stuff down, they can EQ things, and then it's really all just happening in a computer program. Gotcha. And then the computer program is connected to the board. It's the same way with um music production. Um, if you're using an MPC, 
Mm-hmm. NPC is connected to can be connected to your computer, or it can be connected to you know a software program, and you hitting your pads, but mm-hmm. software program in your computer is recording everything. Oh, okay, okay. So you're using both. You know what I mean. You're using yeah. both. You, if you learn how to integrate both of those things, you can use mm-hmm. them really and and really and really have professional quality sound. Wow. You know, just gotta know what you're doing. That's all. Now, with it, with it being like a lot of digital now with the, the 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 engineering, like you were saying, I remember back in the day, one of my homeboys used to rap, right? And he would always be like, I got it. After they recorded in the studio, he had to pay an engineer to master it. Now, is mastering easier now with this software? Because digital now, do I really need that engineer to master or do I need to master somebody that really know how to mess, <laughs> mess with the mastering? Or, or can I, like you said, over time, figure that out? You can over time you can figure it out. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just whether you are dedicated to doing that. And if you, now if you're dedicated to doing it, you can figure it out. If you don't have the time, then you, you better send go it get it. You don't like I don't feel like I don't want to get in all that. Well then you send it to an engineer. The engineer does it for you, you know what I mean? But you, mm. you can do it yourself. Um there are, you know, I'll put I'll put people on the game. Um there's a, a mastering program online. Okay. Uh, mastering. A-R-I-A Mastery. And uh, ariamasteringsuite.com. You go there, you can literally take your music, put it into an actual program, mm-hmm. and that, that program will master it for you. Online, for free. Free Online. game, y'all. They so came through. Hey, look, that's one. You ain't going to give them no more. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's $19 per song. That's like not 19, bad though. But that's that's easy. That's, yeah, that's way better than spending fifty dollars an hour. You know what I mean? To get something mastered. Where that thing does, yeah. does it in ten minutes. You know, yeah. you could pay hundred and fifty a song just to get it mastered. Because it takes the wow. engineers three hours to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. and you get us professional sound, you know, you can you can put that to the radio. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that type of quality comes out of it. Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay. That's what's up, man. So, know that kind of stuff. You say what? The labels don't be wanting you know that kind of stuff. They they uh, charge you. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, thanks to the indie, we ain't got to worry about that. See, no 360s for us. Nah, <laughs> never signed a 360. Hey, what is a 360? I, I, I just hear Jay Z and them talk about what the heck is a 360? So basically, like a 360 deal is it's it's really like a loan. Like what with, with, with most industry deals, it's a loan anyway. Mm-hmm. But you get even, a, but at least with those type of deals, you may get a percentage of what you make back if you get your, you know, if you if you negotiate it right. So like okay. I said before, when I was doing the, um, the indie labels. You know, with other people, I would always negotiate a 70-30 split. That means a label gets 30%, I get 70, right? Mm-hmm. But with 360, they get like 100 percent So basically they <laughs> right. <laughs> so like so they, they just gave they, me a signing bonus and took it all the rest. <laughs> right. They basically just gave you a signing bonus. Like they gave you money to get you started. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get yourself a couple chains, you get a car or something like that. You feel good about it. You really supposed to use that money. To record and pay for, for your, your or you know right but then 
Once all that money start coming in, you don't make you don't make no money off of that. You feel me? The only thing you can make, that's them. The only thing you can make money off of is like touring. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you can yeah. make money off of um like merch and stuff like that. But here's the thing: if you're not a big artist, you're not you're not gonna be you're not touring that much. You ain't gonna make that much money off of merch. And now with COVID, ain't nobody really torn, I guess. Nobody torn. Nobody torn right now. You know what I mean? You. Oh, you they torn, really hurting right now. Dumb deal. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's one of the other things you know I wanted to get into was like how you can make money during COVID, not torn. Please help us out. So, um, if you putting out if you putting out a record. A lot of times people just put out the record. So they maybe they, they get to the point where they upload the, 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 the album to DistroKid or whatever, and they send it to Spotify, you know, title, all that other stuff, right? And then it's like, boom, my album's out. Yay. And yes. that's but the secret behind, and I think I think a, a lot of the younger kids understand this. The all secret right. behind making bread is off of singles. So if you're doing a record. Say like you got 10 songs on a record, you mm-hmm. release three singles before you release the record. So each time you release a single, it gives um, the algorithm, the way it works, it gives you an opportunity to reach more people before yeah. your record comes out. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, you got uh, sites like Spotify that allow you to submit your singles to editorial playlists. And editorial playlists are playlists that are curated by the people that run the company mm-hmm. and then send it out to however many people subscribe to their platform. Therapist. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you figure if, uh, let's say like they have a playlist called, you know, soulful grooves, your mm-hmm. soul, you submit your single to soulful grooves, soulful grooves may have 2.3 million followers. Right. So I the moment I get the moment your song gets on there, now you automatically are exposed yeah. to two million people. You see what I'm saying? Which means it. that now whether they, you know, they pick your song up or not, whatever, but you may generate, you know, two hundred thousand streams, right? I get All it. Right. I get it. You see what I'm saying? So if you do that three times and you get picked up by, you get picked up on two or three playlists, you, you may mm-hmm. generate six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? So I got yeah. I got a buddy of mine who, who kind of um schooled me to all that. His name is uh Substantial, uh Substantial mm-hmm. Robinson. And I mean not to promote, you know, I don't know how you No, 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 do you think? Hey, hey, look, this 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 channel all about promotion of anybody and anything they got going on. I ain't I, I'm not worried about no plugging, so do what you gotta do. Shout him out. Who is what's his name? Yeah, so um he he runs a company, um called Sub Art and Music uh, mm-hmm. with his wife, Michelle. And he's an artist as well. And he put out a, a pro, he put out like a song maybe two years ago. It ended up getting picked up on like a really, really major playlist. Okay. Six million streams. Wow. You feel me? And then you it know, just boom from there, huh? You make it 23 cents a stream, you can do the math. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's taking care of his kids and everything, you know what I'm saying? So it's wow. like, you know, if you, if you, the more chances you give yourself to have that happen, the better your chances of landing it. I had some success with it myself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So 
And guess what? I had to perform. I, I was about to say, I, I, I just peeked that uh, you, you, you dropped a single for your new album coming out this year, huh? Yeah, like, so I basically, <laughs> as a producer, you supposed to, you know, you supposed to, like, it's, it's different for us because we don't have words and stuff, so we ain't mm-hmm. singing, so we have to get people to be engaged just through the music. And so I release singles before I release, and I, I release beat tapes, basically. So mm-hmm. if anybody you know, wants to hear them, uh, they're called Beat Treats, basically. So I'm on my third installation, uh, which will be out next month. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's on all the major platforms, Tidal, Pandora, Spotify. It's out there. You just type in J-Soul and Beat Treats, and they'll pop up or whatever. But, you know, that's that's how I do it, you know what I mean? And I ain't got to lift a finger other than be in my studio and make beats. All right, you doing what you do. Yeah. All right. So you, you you told us the software. We appreciate that, that that's out there. But for that youth or for that entrepreneur, that creative IT person out there that wanna think about what 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 software out there that's not there. What's in what what do you see in the industry like, you know what, if I had this, man, I'd kill again. Um or it makes the honest. game easier for me. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, man. I don't. I think that it's already out there. There's cool. really not much like, like I said before. There's no excuse for you not to be able to at least put yourself in a position to have your stuff out there and be seen. We got to, okay. yo. Look what, man. Listen, you seen the stuff that go viral these days? I see, man. Anything. <laughs> anything, yo. You have some of the worst singers in the world. They'll make a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, what's that one dude named uh, JJ Icefish, right? He got the <laughs> something about you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yo, yeah, but he generated like 30 million views wow. on, you know, on digital platforms. Those are streams. That's what I... 23 cents, do the math, huh? <laughs> right. Like, yo, think about it, man. Like, yo, like, he get he got checks off of that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is is if you're a musician, it's a little difficult. You know what I mean? You see a lot of people do um, you know, little little quips and, and little things to try to get known. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's up to you. If you want to do that, fine. You know what I mean? Um, but for me. Mm-hmm. I, I just nurture the audience that I have. I take care of them. They take care of me. You know what I mean? And I have a good relationship with them. Any artist can 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 develop and curate and nurture an audience for themselves. It's always somebody out there that want to hear what you got. Always. So you always got always somebody interested in that individual you. You know, it's only one you out there. So they want to hear you. Absolutely. Somebody. Man, look, I've, I've had people hit me up from so many different parts of the world that mm-hmm. I didn't even think cared about the kind of music that I did. From Germany to, wow. you know, I said, I, I just released a record with a label in Australia. You feel I me? Mean? They are a day and a half ahead of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, I never even thought that anybody in Australia cared about my music, right? But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're one of my biggest markets. You know what I mean? Wow. So, right, like, it's just, you got to... I would tell artists to once you figure out where the love is, nurture go that. Go to it. Got go you. to it. Go 
Go the way they love you, man. Like, don't worry about trying to be the king of your block. That's you know what I mean? Don't try to win. That's real. You know, being the king of your neighborhood, man. If they love you in, you know, Poland, put your music yeah. out past in Poland. Because they're going to pay you. They're going to pay you. You're going to eat. You're going to eat. All right, man. <laughs> What you got next for us, man? What, what can the world be looking out for, man? They, 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 you know, you're on the show. They probably gonna start googling you. What, what, what should they be looking out for you? What's coming? Um, well, you can first of all, you can. I'm on all the digital platforms. Um, from mm-hmm. you know any streaming network that you can think of, I'm on there. Um, under J Soul, J S O U L. Um, there's a lot of us out there. It's a lot of J Souls out there, which I. When I first started, it wasn't, but now it is. Yeah. So if you put in J Soul Black Sinatra, you'll find me. So right. you know, you'll find me, you'll find my music, you'll see my picture there, whatever. Um, uh, I tell people also to make sure they hit up uh, hit up my band camp. And I'll tell musicians Definitely. that too. Make sure you have a band camp page. Because out of all these digital platforms, band camp is the only one that pays you directly. The moment you make a sale, you get an email with your money. Message. So my so my uh my um bandcamp is jsoulmusic.bandcamp.com. My entire catalog is up there. And you can stream it or you can buy it. It's up to you. Um I have a couple of vinyl albums out. Um more recently, I just uh put out this album right here. Uh, called the Neutronic Suite. Okay. Rental. Uh, check it out on the uh, the 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 wax. You feel me? Got got the wax going on. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, as you were talking about my dad, he actually. I about to say, I already know that that worked. <laughs> for me and my father. Um, I did the music. He did the artwork. You know what I mean? Oh, man. That's what's up. I even, I even got like a little joint on the back that was written by another person, you know. You know, Ralph. You know, Ralph Dixon. Oh, Ralph. Yeah, Dixon. That's yeah. the homie. That's, that's... Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Ralph. <laughs> He's a writer. So he did a little write-up for the back of the album. You know what I'm saying? Like, I made it a family affair. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's up, man. And that's what I was going to say. He just kept it all in the family, man. That's what, that's what it is. So All I right, man. those albums, too, that I ship out personally to people that buy them. And you can get them on my Bandcamp page, you know what I mean? But as for the future, mm-hmm. B3's 3 coming up. And I got a few other projects I'm working with, with other artists that, you know, they'll see throughout the year. My man, my man. All right, before we go, I got to ask you this. Favorite pair of kicks all time, bro. Ask everybody on this show. I know you're, you're a true Baltimore sneakerhead, so... Gotta give it to us. It's a toss-up, man. It's a toss-up. Uh, what you got, toss-up. though? All right, so I'm, I'm going to take it back a little bit. But uh, I, I got uh, three pairs right now in okay. the crib. Top tens. I did it. Top that's tens. Old school. That's old school. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's cool. That's cool. I just looked at a pair in my closet. I had some white on white top tens. So what color? What, what's, what's the favorite color? You gotta have a favorite color. Also, uh, you remember the uh, the white joints with the uh, the the blue stripes? The blue stripes. Yeah. Okay. One. That's the, right. that's, the, <laughs> that's the one right there. You know, that's the that's the uh, the uh, the dope deal special right there. I'm right. about to say that's the dope. <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> 
that death be driving a a, a, a box maxima, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or 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 crest with 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 the uh with the with the chrome uh 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 what was a was they hammers? No, not hammers. What was the uh the one the disc joints? I can't even think of the, yes. the rims. Now the BBS is the uh they was like disc like they would burn your brakes up because you couldn't even uh, get no air to your brakes. But the class oh. the chrome classics, the chrome classics, yeah, that's what they were. The chrome classics, the the, the crescents with the classics in the top ten. <laughs> Them and the um and uh I mean obviously the Jordan ones, but you know like the the spinoff of them was the dunks. So, the dunks, the little oh, okay. Yeah, the um the, the the high top dunks though. Okay. Uh yeah, you know, you know, we we down around here. We we sneaking here it's forever. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Yo, I got that's all I used to buy. I had a whole, whole man, I had at least fifty five of them joints, man. Just every color you can think of. You know, you know me both. You know me both, man. The simple man. You know yeah, 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 yeah. We, look, we grew up, right? <laughs> grew up. You know what I mean? I, I ain't I ain't going out there getting the, the Valenciagas. I don't know what them things. I if you like them, that's cool. I just can't do it, bro. I can't. I can't. <laughs> hey, look, you gonna you gonna make a new beat with that money, right? Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm making. I'm make some beat. I'm gonna make a beat or something, man. I, right, right. Anybody beat when I'm making a beat, bro? Cool, man. Well, I thank you, brother. I'm a, uh let me shout out some of our sponsors. At Forever Love Kicks, I appreciate the quick delivery on the Jays. Uh, y'all, y'all was on it. DNG Designs, they helped out with the new studio remodel. I appreciate y'all trying to grow a little bit. I thank them, and then uh, just want to thank Glass Bucket Supreme Service. Appreciate y'all buying some some advertisement ads. Oh, hey, I'm yo, just telling you, any yo, kind of yo, detail, yo, you got to holler at my man. Jay be killing it at glass bucket. I appreciate you, fam. Hey, so, my brother, man, like, I'm telling you, people don't understand. They go back fourth grade, fifth grade, going to McDonald's, getting Happy Meals. They don't know. They don't know. But listen, I just... <laughs> I'm going to tell you, we go, we, we go back further than that, man. Woodington West Apartments. You exactly. feel me? And, and people don't really get how, and I, I thought of that, exactly what you said, and I'll say this before we leave, but I remember, and this is how tough your mom's is, I remember coming in one night, shook, because this lady is screaming in the apartment building. So we come in through the building, and this guy comes running out. Mm-hmm. Go and it's your mom in a blue dress. She damn <laughs> scared somebody with a knife to run out the door. I don't know what she did, but in that apartment building at that point, anytime I went over Miss Patty House and she told me to sit down, I sat down. I ain't <laughs> Yeah, she's, still, she's still giving you this, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look, shout out to this Patty, just a strong trooper, kept everybody together. Like I said, your father, man, just I, I love him to death, like my own man. That's that's my guy. Had gave us plenty of laughs. It just showed us the way. So I I, I just thank him. Thank hey, you. Look, for being likewise, on the show. likewise with your family too, bro. You know what I mean? 
you know, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, Miss Beverly, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, Muck, you know, I love Mookie. Like, I don't even know y'all still call her Mookie. I don't know, you know. What I mean, that's, I call her Mookie every day. That's you know, I mean, you know some things don't die. That's like and my little shout sister. Out to Jada. That's my little sister too. I like to say the same you know, thing. We, we go back, man. So it's it's yeah, all man. love, and I appreciate you having me, man. This is this is really dope. Congratulations on all your success as well, man. Hey man, I appreciate you. I love you, bro. And um, like I said, I, I just, I just really, 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 really proud of you, dog. Like I said, when you play with somebody in the sandbox, and then like again, you see more album covers, you seeing this, and even like talking to my friends about what's coming up next, and they like they know you, and it's just like ah oh, wow, you know. So man, just just congratulations, yo. You should be proud. I know your family proud, man. Much love. Hey, thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, bro. Have a good one, man. Thanks a lot again. Same here, man.